everybody. Well, welcome to another episode of M-Class Podcast, uh, the best Star Trek podcast on the internet ever Hell in the yeah. history of mankind. Yeah, it's the best one ever made. Sorry to tell you other ones, but you suck. Yeah, all the ones that had actual guest stars and stuff on it, go fuck yourself. We're better. Yeah, I don't need that. We don't need that. I don't need to talk to fucking Ensign Jimmy from episode 333. I don't need that shit. I don't even know who that guy is. Wow, maybe you shouldn't be on this podcast then. Uh-oh, wow. I'm wow. fired. <laughs> uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And we're two big old fans of Star Trek. Yup. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you are too, and if not, hopefully this podcast can uh, force you to be. Yes, force you to be. <laughs> this is the Tom Hanks of podcasts. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that reference. Because it's really good. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, this is part two of The Satan's Collection. Oh, my God, it's Satan. Satan, get out of here. It's my podcast. Damn it, Okay, Satan. sorry, sorry. <laughs> so we're doing Satan's because it's Halloween, right? Yes. Halloween is coming up, baby. Ooh. Fuck, there's a ghost. Satan, get this ghost out of here. Oh, sh- oh shit, Tommy. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Tommy? The ghost of Tom Hanks? <laughs> Fuck. Weird. I'm scared now to look up Tom Hanks on oh, Google. Don't look him up. Don't no. you dare fuck, fucking kill Tom Hanks. Don't from me. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the TNG episode Devil's Do, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, season four, episode 13. Uh, correct uh-huh. number on... Correct. Yes. On Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. Way to go, Netflix. You got your shit together for once. Uh, this uh, episode first aired on February 4th, 1991. It was written by and directed by a bunch of people I don't know. Story by Philip Lazbnik. <laughs> My favorite. William, William Douglas Lansford. That's, that is the whitest name I've ever heard. Or, or is it William Douglas and then some guy named Lansford, like Prince? Prince Lansford. Philip Les- Le- Lesbinick. Uh Tom Benko was the director. Um, what else did he do? He directed episodes of Happy Days, uh, Police Squad, MacGyver, nice. and Crime Story. All great shows. Yes. Uh, he was actually... Shows. Here's a, a Star Trek... Not fucking Star Trek. Here, here is a John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you. Okay. He was asked to direct Encounter at Farpoint. Okay. But uh, he, he, you know... He was too busy doing MacGyver. He did. He actually directed it, so... Oh, he did do it. No, he edited that episode. He was asked to, to be director. I thought it, my fun fact was fucking torpedoed. He was asked to be director, but oh. ended up only being able to edit it. So there's oh. your fun fact about a guy you don't know from uh, a show that you probably aren't even as interested in as me. How interesting. <laughs> uh, in, in the spirit of all Satan's episodes, there is a Satan in this episode. A literal, well, a literal Satan, it is in quotes. a flim-flam artist pretending to be Satan. I love how they use all these old-timey con terms. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He's like a flim flam artist. What they used to call a con artist. <laughs> like they don't have con artists. Like no. they don't know. 
They definitely didn't have hairy mud less than a hundred yeah, years ago. Like a super con artist. That dude's conning everybody. And then also he's crazy. Yeah, he's also Hannibal Lecter. So he's an evil mastermind. So watch out. He'll eat your brains and sell you women. <laughs> He'll feed a brain to a child on an airplane. Oh no! Did you watch that one? I saw that one in the movie theater with my then girlfriend. Did you go out to dinner afterwards? Uh, is that a euphemism for fucking? <laughs> you fucked the after watching? No, either. Way. Okay, was <laughs> like so you no, went back from that the, movie and fucked. I left uh, Summer of Sam in the middle of the movie to have sex with her. So okay, that's a John Larroquette fun fact of the day for you. Not fun fact for the makers of that movie. No, apparently people like that movie. I did not care because I wanted to see boobies. So. Yeah, you wanted to put your penis in a vagina. So I think I made the right decision. You know, I'm going to back you up on this one, Josh. Because <laughs> I could pretty much just go watch Summer of Sam right now if I wanted It's true. <laughs> uh, so the beginning of this episode uh, begins with a real fun holodeck rendition of A Christmas Carol. Which I hate, by the way. You don't I like hate. a Christmas Carol? No, f- I hate Charles Dickens. I fucking Aww, hate Charles Dickens. Man, I love it. Charles Dickens sucks. The problem with Charles Dickens is that everything he ever wrote became every episode of every TV show where they didn't feel That's... like writing something. <laughs> also, because it's free, right? You yeah. can use it because the copyright doesn't exist anymore. Uh, yep. It's not it's not too long anyway. It's just uh Data playing Scrooge and there's like it's a Jacob. Me, Data Marlin. playing Scrooge. <laughs> and he does like a do really that. silly voice too. It's goofy as fuck. He's like a spot of mustard. A blot of mustard. You're more there's more gravy to you than grave. Yeah. Uh, so British. So fucking British. This man That's why I don't hates like Charles Dickens. He hates it's, the British. I just hate like the Christmas timey, like like chimney sweepy bullshit. I hate like that shit. That's my least favorite part of fucking Mary Poppins is the chimney sweep part. That's my favorite part. Of course it is. It's everyone's favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone but you apparently. Everyone but me. Fuck you. Uh Mary Poppins. <laughs> well, I'll agree with that. But like uh, Picard has been watching this whole time and he critiques Data's performance. Yeah. And uh, the entire scene's importance is that Data is experiencing fear and the effects, or not experiencing it, but like trying to replicate fear and the effects yeah. that it has on He's the rational mind. Acting. Yeah. And uh, yeah. fear and what it can cause someone to do is a very important plot point in this episode. Yes. It's a little, all these teasers have a little like call forward about something in the episode. I love that. I love that. It's so simple, but it's such an effective storytelling technique, especially for Star Trek. And I hate that Star Trek now, you know, whatever bullshit version we have of it now, mm-hmm. doesn't do anything like that. I hate it. It's stupid. No, it's, it's so easy. God, the only so like easy. call forward you ever get in like Discovery or the JJ movies is like a super fucking like ham fisted look. There's a motorcycle on the ship. Yeah, I wonder what's Remember gonna happen time? with that motorcycle. Remember that time he rode a motorcycle? Get it? Motorcycles it's- are cool, Josh. <laughs> Especially when he's riding a motorcycle and he's going through like wormholes or whatever the fuck he's doing. The 
<laughs> it is true. That does happen in the movie. Doesn't he? No, he makes, like, copies of himself, right? Yeah, and they're, like, hollow copies. That's so fucking lame. That's the, the lamest fucking shit. God. In the, in the original Star Trek JJ movie, like, he has a future motorcycle that, like, uses Bose technology, like the fans. <laughs> It has no, it has no spokes in the wheels. And yeah, it just it's like, like floats wheel. along the along the yeah. surface of the of the planet. Which sure, um, why not? You can fly now, but I guess like, it's cool. I fucking whatever. He he drives up with his leather jacket. and He's like, I'm a bad boy. I fuck things that are green. Because <laughs> of that one time in the show. There was a green lady. There was a green lady in the show, and I wasn't even the captain then, but somehow I fuck them all the time anyway. Get it? Star Trek. I did it. I made the movie. <laughs> now let me make Star Wars. Okay, here's all the money, too. Anyway, they receive a distress call uh, from <laughs> Ventax 2, yeah. and they're like, oh, God, we're in we're in trouble. There's people fucking coming in. They're angry. Hysteria. The riot. Yeah. And, uh... Picard's like, what? 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 <laughs> and then the the call cuts out, and he goes, damn, he didn't even tell me what. <laughs> Which is the exact quote. Yeah. <laughs> he looks That's right the in the camera and says that. Damn, he didn't even tell me what. <laughs> and you're like, he's right. Picard's he goes, right. He's right. And then the credits start playing. <laughs> and then uh, Riker has his trombone in the back, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that on television. Dude, oh my god. I love that show. That was a good show. The only thing good Canada ever did. Damn. Yeah, I know they fought with us in World War II, but whatever. Suck my dick, Canada. Dude, it's so cold up there. Who even knows what they're doing? I, I would love to move to you, Canada. I'm sorry. Yeah, your healthcare rules. Yeah, and you also don't have a dictator right now. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, that sounds way better than what we've got. Hey, it's it's a good thing we get to talk about Star Trek a little bit in our politics podcast. Hey, you know what? This is timeless. This is timeless. During like the the 400th Reich where he's still like a head in a jar ruling our country. <laughs> people will Your listen Futurama. to this and be like, "You know, he's right." <laughs> fucking Futurama head in a jar. Yeah. Um, so, so they arrive at the science station on Ventax 2, and uh, they, they meet Dr. Clark, who is in charge of this whole operation, which is really, like, weird, and can't be up to, like, Starfleet levels of, like, yeah. following the Prime Directive and shit. Yeah. Like, they don't really touch onto it, but, like, the Ventaxians are, like, a... They're an agrarian society. Yeah, I mean, they, they do used mention to be. later, though. Yeah, yeah, they later used they... to be advanced technology. They talk about it yes. then, actually. But like, where do the laws say that? Like, well, we're not even the ones who made first contact. Klingons were. Yeah, well, I think once you, I, I think once you've made first contact with anybody, I think it's fair game. It's true. Because then you already know, like, what's gonna, what's gonna happen? Like right? the Klingons but... are the ones who did it first, anyway. So. Yeah, that's not the one you want. <laughs> no. Out of all of them, probably Klingons are the ones you want least. Maybe the Romulans are worse. Um, on, on, like, a long term, maybe, but, like, I feel like the oh, Klingons yeah. are probably the worst to deal with up front. Like, they just come in with their blasters and start murdering your menfolk. Yeah. That might be racist. <laughs> 
That's that sounds awesome to Klingons. I don't think that's yeah, racist. Yeah, they love though. it. It's not insulting. Yeah, they'd be like, yes, they tr- <laughs> It's honorable to do this. Kill the farmers. So they can't beam up all the scientists. They just beam up Doctor Clark, who is surprisingly cool with this. The fact <laughs> yeah, that he's, he's the also- only one that gets beamed up. He's like, all right, I'll have a coffee. He's like 98 years old. <laughs> He's a very old man. <laughs> He's very old. But uh, in Picard's ready room, we learn uh, about the Ventaxians, how they used to be a very advanced society who obviously yeah. had to have had warp at some point, or else we wouldn't be messing with them. Right. Uh, but at some point in history, for seemingly no reason, they just decided to become an agrarian society. Yeah, we don't really know yet why. And uh, he says, you know, it's like, it's an idyllic society, like paradise, except yeah, like, now everyone's trying to kill all my scientists. It's not great. <laughs> except now they hate scientists. <laughs> and, so it's like America. Yeah, except not a paradise. And right. There's definitely social problems, and it's not oh, very yeah. peaceful or and prosperous. And hunger and disease and war, endless war. But uh, Clark tells us about... Um, fucking Ardra the hi- the history of Ardra oh, yeah. and how the le- Ardra. the leader of the Ventaxians became obsessed with the legend of Ardra who's like the devil and Picard's like oh, I know the what that is <laughs> I know what that is I've heard of the devil <laughs> I read about that in some ancient mythology books <laughs> completely fake mythology books Mark my words down. Definitely, I said it. They definitely don't say that because it's the 90s, and they right. wouldn't even say that shit now. Especially but not it's on, implied. Especially it's not on God Friended Me. They wouldn't say it on there. Oh, God <laughs> fucking Friended Me. <laughs> um, but, like, apparently the Ventaxians sold their souls to Ardra for a thousand yeah. years of peace. Like, Ardra made a deal with them, right? They, She, uh, she said, uh, uh, I'll fix your planet. If you give me the planet when I come back. Yeah, I come back and everything on this planet is mine. Yes, I own it all. And you all become my slaves forever. Yes. And these people were like, I'm not going to be alive in a thousand years. Fucking sign on the dotted line. (laughs) That's a later problem. That's not a me problem right now. Apparently, uh, the Ventaxians had a baby boomer generation. I was going to say that, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> Jumped in your grave. That's fine, man. I am definitely okay with it. Uh, so, like, the leader of Ventax 2 is holding the science team hostage. Yeah. So He's like the prime minister. <laughs> He's, like, in there. So, like, their level of superstition has gotten fucking out of control at it's this out point. Of hands. They're slightly paranoid people at yeah, this point. Yeah, like, apparently the legend of Ardra says that there's going to be earthquakes and there's going to be yeah. visions of people in, in their sleep. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. It's like another bullshit book I know about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, they start getting little tremors and having nightmares, and they're like, fucking take the science team hostage! <laughs> Get out! It's Ardra! Ardra's coming! We gotta stop him! Fucking go! Get the scientists out! But Picard beams down, he's like, look, uh, I'm gonna talk to Jared, which is the name of the leader of the planet, Jared. He looks like a Jared. Uh, to, I'm gonna get those hostages released, because, you know, a rational person isn't gonna believe some 2,000-year-old myth, right? It's bullshit. Plus, like, Picard's seen, like, actual, like, like interdimensional gods. Like, 
He fought the Borg for fuck's sake. Yeah. What's Satan? One of the do? first things he ever dealt with was Nagilum. Nagilum, which is a face in space that can do literally anything. He looks like uh, <laughs> like he looks like when Nagilum looks like in uh, they used to do it in Conan O'Brien, where like it's just a picture and the mouth is a person. <laughs> That's what Nagilum looks like. Nagilum looks like Gumby to me. Like something about it just oh, screams Gumby. Like Gumby. Yeah, he does. But uh, like they're like, look, Ardra's coming. She's gonna fuck us up. We have to get off this planet right now. Yeah. And Picard's like, you're fucking ridiculous. It's just earthquakes, and you're just being a bitch. You guys are being weirdos. And then Ardra shows up, and she's like, time's up. Oh, Ardra, she, like, zaps in, like, all fucking crazy. Yeah, she zaps in, and uh, she has, like, crazy hair. Not as yeah. crazy as it gets later, but... Oh, it gets great later. She oh has, like, God. a weird beehive thing, which is, like, Star Trek classic. Classic. There's, I, I'm glad that you said that. There is a lot about this episode that reminds me of uh, TOS. Oh, it's kind of a TOS episode. It's very TOS. It's, like, a good TOS episode, yeah. and... uh. It also reminds me of, like, a season one of TNG. Oh, yeah. It, it's it very, would fit in there. It's better than those, it's, for it's sure. A great, it's a great episode. Like, I, I love this episode off the bat, like, spoiler or whatever. Oh, I also love this episode. It's a great episode, but it, it's very much like this could have been in season one. Like for <laughs> It's sure. true. Also, one of the things that really stands out to me that makes it seem super TOS is the fact that a lady villain shows up and super yes. wants to fuck the captain. Yep, that's exact. That's yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna get me some of that captain meat, for sure. Like that's straight out of TOS. Like every female villain that shows up in TOS is like, damn, this dude's girdle's looking hot. <laughs> Are those pips? How long your dick is? Wide? <laughs> <laughs> how long it is? Wide? <laughs> that's a math problem. Think about it. Uh, think about that for a minute while we take a break. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more M-Class Podcast. Good evening. I am Tapon of the Tapon Radio Program. My producers tell me it is advisable to expose my program on other broadcasts my demographic may find enjoyable. Thus, I have elected to advertise on the M-Class Podcast. Join me this week from 1900 hours to 700 hours as I discuss a variety of topics from Ferengi stock market trends to ancient earth music. Tomorrow... Upon the request of frequent listener Commander Paris, I will be listening to The Logical Song by Earth Band Supertramp. I'm finding it difficult to keep my excitement at bay at the prospect of listening to a song devoted to a topic so integral to my way of living. While it is of no consequence to me, I realize there is much interest in the Ferengi Stock Exchange, so we will cover that topic exhaustively. In addition, with your help, I will be sponsoring the M-Class podcast for the month of October, which entails the following. On the 1st of November, I will match every dollar M-Class podcast has earned past $500 during the previous month. If you are a fan who has been waiting for an opportune time to become a patron, this is the month. The hosts of the podcast are putting much work into making as enjoyable a program as they can. One cannot fault them for their limitations. They are only human. This has been Tapon. Live long and prosper. And we're back after that message from our sponsors. Oh, yeah. And uh, where we last left our heroes, they were meeting the devil. The devil herself. A Satan in the flesh. Yes. 
She Picard's like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, I have many names. Yeah. I'm known as this on this planet. I'm known as yeah. this on this. And I'm known as the Klingon devil, Feckler. 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 Fucked up. They're fucking gross looking. The Feckler get explained away in the, uh, the game. Do they exist? Are they a species? Yes. Uh, fucking spoilers. In the game, they are. And I won't tell you because you should play it. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want me to. No, nah, that's okay. It I don't you. want you to spoil it for our audience either. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Worf's like, you are not the devil. And you are not Feklar. Yeah, you get She's like, yeah, it. and check it out. Yep. And uh, then she's like, "Here's my here's my forms. Here's my devil forms. Like, fill <laughs> these out. out. <laughs> Please fill out my devil census." Oh right, she hands him like a scroll. Yeah. Right. She's like, "Here's uh, the here's the business plan for the planet now." Yeah. So that's like one of the things that Picard like is like, "That's weird." Yeah. Because she's like, "Here's the here's the plan for like the continued success of yeah Ventax two, right?" Which is like very bureaucratic, which I guess is hellish. The yeah. bureaucracy <laughs> is a nightmare, but like, please fill out this devil census, and we could talk about the Satan economic forecasts <laughs> for the for the planet's future. Here's my five year plan. And uh, Jared's like, "Well, what about the Federation hostages?" And she's like, "Just let them go." Yeah. And Picard's like, "Oh, cool. Uh, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck off." But Data, you could stay down here and read up on those ancient scrolls and figure out what's what. Yeah. Well, she doesn't. At this point, I don't think she implies that they're that the the Enterprise is hers. Right? No, that, she goes up to the Enterprise later and does that's that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I just watched it like literally two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I finished watching it like right before we got all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but like Picard goes back to the Enterprise and he's like talking to his crew. Like I absolutely love scenes where he just brings all the crew together in the meeting room and they like yeah, brainstorm great. shit. It's great. I love that, like, because you He's don't a, get that in a real business, like in right. in anything like a real group. You always have somebody who's just trying to get their dick sucked off. Yeah, that's well, that's what happens when it's like, what do they call that? Uh, moral dessert, but I guess it's not moral dessert. It's like more like job dessert, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Like moral moral dessert is like you do something good in hopes that you're gonna get something for it. Oh yeah, and like. I guess in a job, it's more like yeah. You, you always have that one guy or, or girl in the office, woman, whatever, man or woman in the office who like always ask stupid questions at, in a meeting because they want to seem like they know what they're doing and mm-hmm. it makes them look stupid. I hate that shit. In like the real world, everybody would just be like, "What do you want to do, Picard?" Blah blah blah, blah, blah sucking the dick, you know? Yeah, yeah. They would just yeah. But uh, they're like, well, maybe. In every episode where crazy shit happens, the first thing that pops into my brain is, why aren't they thinking this is Q? Like, if absolutely is, yeah, crazy yes. shit happens, why don't they think it's Q? Yeah, and, and they, they do this time. Yes, they immediately address. They cut to, like, Riker, and he's like, is this Q? <laughs> he's like, is this motherfucking Q? I bet you it is. But Picard's like, nah, she's like worried about financial reports and economic yeah. forecasts that's not really and Q's it, style and Q and I think he says like Q wouldn't mess he wouldn't bother with like the pretense like he wouldn't pretend right no he would, he would show, just show up, up as Q. Q 
Yeah. And be like, I'm the god, I'm the devil. That's what he was. And say. he's like, this lady has to be a flim flam man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. Flim flam. She has to be a con artist. Yep. And like all of her magic tricks are easily reproduced, right? Like yeah. with our technology, we could do all that shit. Yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, well, we'll have to figure this out. Mess- meeting adjourned. We didn't figure anything out, but I guess the meeting is over. <laughs> and they go they go out on the bridge, and Ardra's just chilling in the captain's chair with her oh, feet up. Oh, yeah, Ardra. And she's My like, girl. she's like, sup, bitch. <laughs> And Picard's like, get out of my damn ship. And she's like, no, let's fuck. And he's like, no, get off my ship. Beam her out. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they beam her out. And she she just fucking comes back as an ensign. Yeah, yeah. She just, like, appears where the ensign was sitting. Looking good in that uniform. Yep, yeah, yeah. She's pretty attractive. And uh, even with the weird makeup and like the beehive hairdo and everything, but uh, those are the two things I'm super into. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you, sir. I love weird makeup. I'm a big fan of beehive hairdos. Like yeah. everyone's grandma is my type. I'm into G milfs. The G stands for good. G stands for good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Data comes back and he's like, yeah, the contract's like solid. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, how do you know that? And he's like, well, right. I'm an android. And she's like, oh, an unexpected bonus. Bonus, yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, look, check out that uh, scroll again. It says I own everything on the planet and orbiting the planet. In, in the air and orbiting, which is like fucking sucks. Yeah. It <laughs> sucks for the Enterprise, for it sure. It sucks, man. That's some shit. That's law shit. That's, like, lawyer shit, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it is. But she's like, yeah, um, you guys can't fucking go anywhere because I own you, so peace, and then she yep. leaves. You're not going anywhere, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is, like, she sits back down and transforms back in the ensign, who's just a guy who's like, they kind of don't ever address that. No, like they kind of don't explain like how she did that. I guess what she, well, I mean, to, not to spoil the episode or whatever, but he should have watched it if you're listening. Uh, they, I guess he, like, they just transport him off and then she like replaces him or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And then they just transport. That's him why he's like, whatever. "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's like, "What the hell?" It's the same thing she does when she teleports Picard. Like he doesn't come back and he and start screaming, "I saw the inside of your ship, yeah, bitch!" Yeah, yeah, he's. I guess maybe they just keep him like in the transporter or yeah. something, or they transport him to just like a completely black room that seems yeah. like a void or something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, like the inside of my heart. Oh. So, uh, Picard. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore your depression like everyone else uh, in your life. Yay! That's what fixes it. <laughs> ignoring it. It'll go away, probably. Picard <laughs> cracks me up because he's like, a wise man once said, there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah. <laughs> a wise man. a fucking, fucking Barnum. The biggest con artist who yeah. ever lived. The dude who fucking literally like made people... 
like preyed on their ignorance for an extra dime yeah. by saying this way to the egress. Yeah, and egress just means exit, and they thought an egress was like another a fantastical animal. <laughs> this is the dude that chopped the top off of a fucking monkey and stitched it to the bottom of a fish and called it a yeah. mermaid. Yeah, it's a merman. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Um, Why not? But Data's like, well, how do you know Ardra is a con artist? And this is where the Scrooge bit at the beginning, the yeah. Christmas Carol bit at the beginning comes back. And Picard starts to talk to him about how fear is a motivator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how does how do they change Scrooge in the story? Oh, they scare the shit out of him until his personality has to take a change or else he's going to... He thinks he's right. going to go to hell forever. Yeah. And... Uh, that's just one way that fear can motivate somebody. Imagine if, like, the devil showed up and said you were <laughs> slaves. Yeah. Everybody on your planet is their slave now. It's, like, a perfect setup, too, because, like, these people, they don't explore. They don't see, like, they know other uh, species of, of aliens exist, but they don't, they're not out there, like, the Enterprise is, like, seeing crazy shit every day, like, eye-opening, yeah. life-changing phenomena. And they don't, so they don't have this yeah. technology either, is the thing. Yeah, like They haven't had this technology in a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And here's the thing, like, if somebody brought in the fucking Gu- like, Gutenheim press... Gutenberg printing Gutenberg press? Gutenberg printing press. <laughs> if someone's brought in Steve Gutenberg's printing press... Yeah. <laughs> I would be... If somebody brought in, like, the original printing press and was like, Jeff, print something, I'd be like, I don't fucking know how to use this shit. Exactly. Let alone if it was, like, somebody brought in space technology from a thousand years ago. You'd probably know how to work space technology better than you would know how to work the Gutenberg printing press. Yeah, probably so. Because you know buttons, but I don't know how to, like, line up type and shit. I don't know how to do that shit. I had to do a little tiny bit of that in college, and I still couldn't fucking do it. I had we had tech in in school, like my middle school, and we did some printing press shit. But because I mean, this is Gutenberg gonna be print. around forever, <laughs> yeah, there's never gonna not be books and paper. Although in the Star Trek future, there are books and paper forever, so that's good. Yeah, they can just replicate it, though. That's true. It doesn't have to be made out of trees, which that is good. It can be made out of whatever. That's, like, a weird sort of, like, problem, I notice. It, like, people are, like, I don't know. I wouldn't call it hypocrisy or whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. there are people who are, like, really big environmentalists who are, like, I'll never stop reading books. Like, I, I don't think, like, a Kindle is as good as a book or whatever, but, like, yeah. a tree died for that book. Yeah, I'm, the the thing about trees though is like you can just plant more trees. Like, I don't care. It, it about depends. How a tree it fits. depends on how you treat the land when you take the tree out. Whether you could plant another tree there or not. Yeah, you can't like burn it. <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking salt the earth or whatever. Yeah, or, like yeah. trample the earth with heavy machines with and shit. And, and then, shit, yeah. And that's how they log. So. Yeah. Suck I my mean, dick, Earth. Yeah, I I don't know, but like I don't give a fuck about like uh, I don't know like maybe trees can feel pain. I don't. I don't. I don't, think I don't care can. about that. Like I don't yeah. think trees feel pain or anything. But I do think that they're uh, only a replenishable resource if we work to replenish them, which we're not. Well, that one guy in India is he plants like a million trees a year. Oh yeah, the guy who plants like the one tree a day. That guy. That guy's like pulling the weight for all of us. He's pulling the weight for at least like twenty people. Like good, twenty people should have been doing this shit, but it's just the good one guy. job guy in India whose name I don't know. I wish I, I did because he's like a real ass hero. 
Yeah, he's like saving the earth. Like, yeah, real. he's he's one of the only people working at it. That's actually. okay. It's it's okay to have like carbon dioxide in the air because like trees breathe it. Yeah, you just gotta have fucking trees to breathe it and turn so you it gotta into have more oxygen. Trees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's neither here nor there in this fucking episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just went off on a tangent. Um, <laughs> that never happens here. But they're like, <laughs> he's like, Data, I need you to look through like every legal... This is like a hilarious moment to me. Because like, yeah. I, I left the episode for a second and thought about it logically from someone's point of view who doesn't watch the show. Oh, well, first of all, she beams him down to the... Or she shows up in his room. Oh, that happens next. Oh, wait. Oh, oh yeah, 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 you're right. You're the thing right. that like I stepped out of the episode and laughed at is, like he's like, Data, I want you to check every legal case that's ever happened on Ventax yes. 2 in the I history know. of mankind. I know exactly what you're <laughs> And I'll talk to you about it in the morning. <laughs> no, he says, I'll, I'll, we'll be back here in an hour. That's what he said. <laughs> in an hour! Check a thousand years of legal precedent in one yeah. hour. Okay. Data's like, uh, what am I going to do with the rest of the 59 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I already did it, and uh, so I'll, I guess we'll just see. You uh, said an hour, so whatever. But uh, Picard goes back to his room and puts on his fucking robes, because he knows something. Oh, God, he's got that sex V on the robe. Yeah, it's like open all the way to his belly button, and the shorts <laughs> yeah. like cut off right below his testicles. If but he, I guess he like sleeps he, in that. If he got a bone, you'd see the tip. For sure. You'd see half of it. He's Picard. Oh, right. You'd see, like, like three quarters of his dick. <laughs> but Ardra, like, shows up, and she's like, hey, let's fuck. I'm the devil. Let's fuck. And he's like, I'm, I'm not interested in your flim-flam. Yeah. And he calls her vulgar and obvious, which yeah. for Picard is, like, the biggest insult. For sure. She doesn't see that because she's, like, Satan, and she knows all insults. But right. She's like, look, I still want to fuck, right? So I'll turn into a prim and proper lady. And you, I, I will tell you right now that Picard and I's idea of women do not match up. If that's his perfect woman, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I am definitely more into Ardra than I am. Yeah, for sure. Fucking, yeah, fucking Ardra turns. She's like, maybe it's somebody on your crew, a professional uh, yeah. woman who you can't touch. And I was like. If he turns into, she turns into Crusher, it's on, right? Yeah, right. But she but turns it, nah. into fucking Troy, and she he's like, nah. that situation. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> and all I can think of is, man, you missed your fucking chance, Arch. <laughs> I think, and that's like a, that's a really good point. I think that's like an, an evidence for her not being Satan. Because yeah. Satan would know the desires of a man, right? Like, for sure. Satan would know, like, what Picard truly deep down wanted, which would be Crusher. Not, he, like... His relationship with Troy isn't like that. No, like, it's a hundred percent platonic. Like yeah, he's never like, had yeah. any interest in her at all. Yeah. And uh, so she just she's like, well, if you won't fuck me, then I'm gonna send you down to the planet. And she just beams him to the planet in his like sex pajamas, <laughs> his fuck jamas. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> We're gonna start up uh, one of those Valentine's Day sexy pajama gram fuck websites. Jamas. Fuck jamas. Fuckjamas.com. Check it out. <laughs> and he just shows up in his pajamas and everybody's like, uh... Yeah. I think Jordy's like, sir, I didn't know you were gonna be yeah, down here. He's only, like, weirded out for a second. Yeah, he kind of does. And it's not because he's in his pajamas. Maybe he can't see them? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're made out of some kind of, like, Jordy 
like invisible Jordy fabric. So he just shows up naked then, and Jordy's like, "This oh, is normal." Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, is that having a Betazoid wedding down here? <laughs> shit, I better take my clothes off. Wouldn't that be great if he was like, "Oh damn!" Start taking his uniform. <laughs> oh shit, I didn't know. Sorry. Uh, but they can't beam him back, which I guess is just Ardra being like an asshole. Like, yeah, I guess they blocked the the transport beam, or something. which is only to stop him from coming back up to the ship quickly. She's just like, yeah, she's I feel a- like being an asshole. Yeah, you're not gonna fuck Ardra. You're gonna get stuck on this dumb planet. So uh, Data goes down in a in his little shuttle, which is like the- a very poorly made shuttle, like. Set. Goddamn, uh, those cars that are death traps that people somehow drive on the highway. That's crazy. Oh. Little cars. What are they called? Smart cars? Oh, yeah. It's like, it is like a little smart car. There's barely enough room for the two characters in it. And then there's like a plastic wall behind them. Yeah, it's the one that Data flies in that episode where, uh, he blows up and they think he's dead. And Fajo is, Is which is also a great. It's the same shuttles, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know there's a sh- they have better shuttles later. They have the that bigger look like ones, little buses. Yeah. yeah, they have like the bigger shuttles. Uh, I don't know, like the type. There's all types of shuttles, yeah. right? Which is definitely stuff that they 100% made when they made those things. They didn't just add that later. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, sure. he picks him up in a shuttle with a uniform, and they go back. But the Enterprise disappears. Enterprise coming. Enterprise. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we also learn on this trip back that uh, uh, because of like one legal case that happened like a thousand years ago, they had to have an arbitrator. Yeah, the, uh, it dealt with the Klingons. Right? Yeah, so there was like a like... Klingon handyman did work for somebody, <laughs> and because it, was, which is like a job I never saw a Klingon doing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because he was from space, he was a space alien. They had yeah. to do um, arbitration. Maybe instead he of the wasn't a Klingon courts. handyman. Maybe he was from the planet from the TOS episode, and that was his one job. <laughs> he was the handyman wizard. <laughs> that was his <laughs> one job. <laughs> Wait a minute! It was the handyman wizard. He just showed up there. Oh, oh shit. shit! He was Ardra. <laughs> he was Ardra. We solved it. We solved it, everybody. Satan's <laughs> collection complete. See you next year, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know what our theme song is. Um, <laughs> I don't either. So, like, LaForge, Jory LaForge, who no one ever calls LaForge. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Jordy. Jordy is like, hey, when the ship disappeared, there were Z particles. Yes, and I know Z particles because I have to farm them in the Star Trek game. Is it like a revenue source? Uh, it's a material. It's a like a rare, rarer material that uh, you make stuff out of and stuff. Um, <laughs> there's a million materials in that game. <laughs> I know. It's there. There are a lot. It's one of the more uh, valuable ones. Like it's super valuable. You could sell a stack of them for like a shitload of credits. Oh. Like, I was looking at all the materials that are in the game, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's overwhelming, but eventually, like, anything in any game, like, you just sort of see through it, and you're like, oh, I know what this means, I know what this means. You start to learn. It's all, there's like four types of each thing, like metal, gas, and, uh... But I I fucking hate learning, so... Well, that's true. (laughs) We are old, and learning is dumb. It's true. I'm just gonna keep my own beliefs for the rest of my life now. I believe in Satan's. (laughs) 
That's what the collection's about, baby. We're trying to bring him back to Earth. I mean, uh, bring knowledge of him back to healthy uh, Christians like us. I'm a good boy. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) like, Arger shows up and Picard's like, I challenge you to arbitration. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, you have to give up your claim on the planet. And she's like, "Um, I don't have anything to gain from this. Like, why would I give a shit? And he's like, I give you this big chaos emerald. Yeah. And, <laughs> I stole it from Knuckles. And she's like <laughs> And she's like, I don't give a fuck about that. Look, if I win, you gotta fuck me. That well that's another I think another evidence for her being a and and like watching it again, like I've seen this episode probably like ten times. Yeah. Like uh I notice again like like he, he's saying that because like why would Satan? Why would you need to show? Why would God need a starship? What you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, would, why would Satan, why would need, Satan a chaos emerald? need a chaos emerald? Like she could just go get it. Right? Yeah. But uh, she she kind of gets that what he's getting at. Like yeah, I have she, enough she gems or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. then she's like, but I want your mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And she and says like dick. She says like this like the fucking like most insatiable horniest thing like she's like i'm gonna have you morning noon and night. yeah which is like picard's like he st- he rubs his junk a little he's like oh i, so I gotta start to chafe though, if already a ever, if a woman said that to me i'd be like all right <laughs> i'd be like you know what all right why not picard's already <laughs> chafing i don't think it started yet um but she, he, they like shake on it or whatever. They're like, "All right, look, if if I win, then you have to give up the planet. If you win, I have to give up my dick. All right." Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're like, "Well, who's going to be arbitrator?" And she chooses Data, which Picard's like, "Yeah, fucking perfect, right?" Yeah, it's great. But then but Data's it's super like, "Smart." But then Data's like, uh, "Actually, I'm completely impartial because I'm an android and I can't lie." So right, I have to do follow the codes of uh, Ventax Two. Yeah, and Ardra's like, <laughs> they're both like like they're playing each other, which yeah. is so great. It's such a great smart. Like they're both moving the chess pieces on the board, right? Sure. And they also only have one witness for the entire trial. It's yeah. Jared, <laughs> and it's because he's the only guy that they could pay to yeah. be in the show. He's the only character they paid uh, enough money to speak lines. So yeah, you have to be in the guild, so they <laughs> gotta pay that guy like insurance and shit. So apparently, there's like fucking levels of extra as well. Like, oh yeah, there's, no, there's a level of extra like where you say one line. That's the highest no, level it's crazy. of extra. It's crazy. Yeah, and like, then there's I, a level I, of extra below that where you you you're allowed to turn towards the camera. Your face is allowed to be on camera. Yes. And then there's an extra who, no matter what happens in the show, you have to keep your back to the camera. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. It's this ridiculous. only only this only like jumps to my mind right now because when Ardra appears on the ship and everybody on the um the fucking bridge turns around and stares at her. There are five people around the room that who doll. continue doing their job like nothing's happening. Oh, it's just Satan. She's here again. <laughs> Same old Enterprise day. Yeah, my grandfather told me about Satan appearing on Megas 2, so... <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather was a wizard Satan storyteller. <laughs> that was his only ability. That was his only job. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but like they they're talking to Jared about like the history of Ventax Two and everything, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. shit was bad, and it was yeah. only our pact with Ardra that you know fixed our planet, and it and you know brought us to our agrarian state that we're at now." And Picard's like, well, she didn't do jack shit. She hasn't shown that she has the powers of the devil or whatever. Right, right. And Ardra's like, well, explain all my devil powers, dumb-dumb. Here's all my devil powers. <laughs> explain my devil powers, dumb-dumb. And he's like, I can't. Yeah, he says, no, I can't explain them right now or something she, like that. He, she turns into the devil from the cantina scene in Star Wars for That's a, a second. Uh, what are, they, what are their what's their species name? It's like de Denobian oh, something God. like that. I don't I know. I should know this. But it's, really, she turns into like the Dave Grohl Satan from the Tenacious yeah, D from, video. Yeah. Deveronian, <laughs> I was close. Deveronian. Yeah, Deveronian, which is not devil, but like space style. It's, it's a different name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she turns into the Dave Grohl Satan for a second. Dude. I steal your soul. <laughs> I love that song. I do too. Um, but like, they're like, oh shit, like the Z particles are back. Yeah. What's happening? And then uh, Jordy's like, I got them because I'm the best. Yeah. Look, 90 year old man who's been a scientist for three times as long as I've been alive. I figured <laughs> it out. He is Jordy. So. He is Jordy. Jordy old is, man is sort of like, I'm old. I don't care. He's like, I, I was a scientist when we used the abacus. <laughs> you kids and your Satans. <laughs> um, but Picard's like, Picard has a pretty good defense. Yeah, he starts or, out, I, I think another Or it's not a defense, episode, it's like an offense, whatever. Yeah, another great thing about this episode is that it's a, it's a trial episode too, right? Yeah. Like, so they throw that in there. And then first Picard's getting objected, like, he's objecting, and Data's like, yo, the captain, knock it off. Sustain. Overruled. Yeah, overruled, that's what it is. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we watched, like, 30 fucking trial episodes, Josh. <laughs> yeah, you think I would know the difference. Maybe I shouldn't be my own lawyer. <laughs> mm, maybe I should be your lawyer. Sustained! Wait, which one was that? That means the good one. Ah, cool. <laughs> Finally, a steady job. <laughs> My retainer is, how many Reese's peanut butter cups do you want? Oh, God, that's a tough one. All of them? How many you got? <laughs> Did you like the dark chocolate ones? Oh, God, they're so good. I've, I don't know if I've ever had a dark chocolate one. You haven't lived! I for sure have not lived, but I, I don't would, know if it's because of that or not. <laughs> I would fuck a Satan to get one right now. Well, if a Satan looked like this Satan... Oh, God, yeah. Um, I'm not that into Ardra, everybody. It's just there's not really a whole lot of, like, sexy lady villains in Star I, Trek TV. I think she's extremely beautiful. She is uh, very beautiful. You know you can tell when a, a woman is beautiful when they look beautiful in 1991 fashion. Because <laughs> yeah. that shit was not was not helping there, When she's in her, like, sexy lingerie or whatever, like, she's wearing... She's super obviously wearing, like, a, like a skin-colored bodysuit yeah. underneath it yeah. but she still looks good in it so yeah whatever man <laughs> um but like picard has a pretty good offense for this uh trial he's like well did ardra do anything 
herself? Yeah. Or did you do yeah. all this yourself? Yeah, did you appoint, like, did Ardra make the government? That yeah, did she destroy all your weapons? Did right. she, like, clean all the pollution? Right. And he has to say no every time. And Picard's like, yeah. did she not even pick up one piece of trash? <laughs> And yeah. Jared's like, ah, uh, she was like gone by the time any of this started. And then Ardra says, I tried to pick you up a card, and then the audience goes, Ooh. <laughs> 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 like married with children stuff. <laughs> Dude, I would love this episode dubbed over with married with children crowd. I could do it. That'd you be so fucking it? good. I'll try to I'll try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> but um Ardra's like, look. Do you have any doubts that I'm the one who caused all this good shit? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And she's like, do you love me beyond all measure because I'm the greatest ever? <laughs> yes. And no one can ever fucking beat me, rock on forever. And he says, yes. <laughs> yes, I love you, Ardra. And uh, Picard's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he does say that. But uh, Jordy does show up and he's like, hey... I got some info for you. And Picard's like, look, my reputation as a litigator and my immortal soul, immortal soul. are on the line right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Picard uh. gets his recess, which is like, I don't know, maybe a little biased of yeah, data. Yeah, it's like we're ready to end, right? And yeah. like Picard gets like a like a extension. But then we learn that like everything that uh, Ardra has done so far has been shield generators right uh romulan cloaking device a shitty romulan cloaking yeah device. A that's shitty like one. they could see the z particles and transporters and that's all she's had this whole time to do all this magic and uh picard is like so fucking smart he's not like here's oh, my evidence it. or whatever he's like we're gonna take it to the next level and i'm we're gonna, gonna lawyer the fuck out of this i'm gonna absolutely fucking demolish this chick's self-esteem yeah, like he, fuck, he fucks ardra <laughs> up dude and um so they get their the court like reconvenes like an hour later they get their recess and they the go to the playground and they <laughs> swing on the swings. they play touch football yeah they play four square Picard scrapes his knee and has to get a Band-Aid. He cries a little bit. We all would. We all would, damn it. Yeah, I guess. But (laughs) Picard's like, what if I told you that Ardra had no powers? (gasps) What if I told you that I could do anything she could do better? I could do anything (laughs) better than her. Like that song from the 20th century. (laughs) And... (laughs) And fucking Jared's like, what? <laughs> Say what? What's the 20th century? What? Yeah, what time frame are you talking what's a, about? What's a song? What are you talking about? <laughs> Farmers don't have any use for fun music. But then uh, he starts doing all of her gags. Like, he, he causes the tremors. Yeah. He causes Ardra to disappear and reappear. And he keeps challenging her, like, use your magic to stop yeah. it. Stop the tremors, and, and then she tries. She's like, "Okay," like because she knows she's fucked, right? And then she goes, "I like the tremor," <laughs> which is so good. I love that. And uh, so he's like, "Look, everybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the line. I'm gonna tell you how I did this right after we come back from these messages on M Class Podcasts." Oh! We'll be right back. Good evening. I am Tapon of the Tapon Radio Program. 
My producers tell me it is advisable to expose my program on other broadcasts my demographic may find enjoyable. Thus, I have elected to advertise on the M-Class podcast. Join me this week from 1900 hours to 700 hours as I discuss a variety of topics from Ferengi stock market trends to ancient earth music. Tomorrow, upon the request of frequent listener Commander Paris, I will be listening to The Logical Song by earth band Supertramp. I'm finding it difficult to keep my excitement at bay at the prospect of listening to a song devoted to a topic so integral to my way of living. While it is of no consequence to me, I realize there is much interest in the Ferengi Stock Exchange, so we will cover that topic exhaustively. In addition, with your help, I will be sponsoring the M-Class podcast for the month of October, which entails the following. On the 1st of November, I will match every dollar M-Class podcast has earned past $500 during the previous month. If you are a fan who has been waiting for an opportune time to become a patron, this is the month. The hosts of the podcast are putting much work into making as enjoyable a program as they can. One cannot fault them for their limitations. They are only human. This has been Tapon. Live long and prosper. And we're back. Uh, Josh I, has no idea what episode this is. I totally we're doing. drew a blank. I totally <laughs> drew. I, I had to. I have to sync the episode with Jeff, and like I usually name the episode so I don't get confused later. Like, uh, and I totally blanked on it. I like, totally fucking I have forgot a little bit of like how the sausage is made. I guess I have my headphones up against the microphone so he can talk into it. Yeah. And I just overhear him going like, "Ah, oh, this is M Class Podcast episode." Uh. I think it's thirty-seven. <laughs> I think we're on 37, I think right? you might be right. I usually just name them, like Devil's Do or whatever. Yeah, I do. Like, That's I the name of it. Yeah, I forgot both the number and the name. So. <laughs> to be fair, I have, like, no sleep. On, I'm running on, like, maybe, like, four hours of sleep in the I, past two I days. understand. Whether I sound I'm like an or, idiot. <laughs> whether I sound like it or not, I'm also super sick. So. Jeff has the flu. Jeff has the, the flu that I had. Yeah, so. the one that, like, everybody said that Josh was dead. I have that one, so yeah. that's good. I'm pretty excited about that. He got it from me from kissing me. Yeah, from kissing his butt. Yeah, that's where my <laughs> that's where the, my favorite kiss zone is. <laughs> just his butt cheeks. He loves just it. My, just my one cheek. He hates it on the other one. He will definitely scratch you like a cat being petted yeah. in the wrong place. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Picard's like, I'm going to tell you how Ardra's been doing all this. She has a ship in space. Yeah. And now we have control of it. And it's been yeah. doing this. I, I just realized that I said everything she was doing with yeah, like, well, that's everything exactly before. The sh- so there was no uh, like cliffhanger. Uh, well, between. good thing you came back anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's how shows work, too. They'll yeah. like, recast the last like 20 seconds, right? That's fine. It, none of it matters. But like it, it turns out that like Picard used his hour recess to take control of her ship. And yeah, learn like everything about show. her from his from her crew, which we never yeah. see, but apparently she has. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that makes sense. It's a good writing uh, that they yeah. made her have a crew. The, the not having a crew would be weird. It really would. Um, They'd be like, Why did, how did he do all this stuff? It's a fun thing is that Ardra is controlling all of her ship systems with, like, movements in her eyes. Yeah, which is, like, uh, really interesting because that's... Uh, like weirdly enough, like that's how like casinos work now. Like a lot of ca- the casinos have like these weird like algorithms that like follow body language to like pinpoint cheaters and stuff like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 
crazy. I like, thought you were talking how? about people controlled the casino no, no. with their eyes. I no, was like, holy I mean, fuck. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, it's a similar concept, right? Like, it, it like, kind of knows, like, what is happening based on what's being moved, right? Yeah. And I guess, like, this, it's like the reverse of the thing I said, but it's kind of the same. Yeah. I mean,. I, I think I had to like wrap my brain around this, right? Because I was like, well, right. what happens if she like flicks her eye slightly or something without realizing? Or she like, like twitches? She gets a twitch. But I imagine it's like a holographic heads up display type of thing where That's she like how- scrolls through it with her eyes and like narrows the eyes when she wants shit done. Okay, uh, some Josh headcanon. Sure. Right? Um, that's kind of how I picture the Universal Translator to work sometimes. Like, Obviously, like, I think the Universal Translator could do something to your brain to make it just look like they were moving their mouth that way, which is kind of freaky. But, yeah. like, what if there was, like, what if there was, like, an option? Like, what if you get, like, a, a version of the Universal Translator that just made subtitles in your eye, like a HUD? Like, why wouldn't you be able to do that, right? I'm sure you'd be able to, but, I mean, that's, like, I guess you'd have to be, like, a space weeb to want that like i don't want fucking dubs on my universal well, translator I, mean, I want w- subs that's a joke well yeah that's a I mean, joke people that, do that like, now the weebiest of weebs are gonna laugh at when they I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you i hate that i hate when people are like you gotta read the you gotta watch the original japanese just Bear watch Jack. whatever the fuck you want who like, cares do i have to do i do i have to Look, do that and then they pull out a gun on you, and they're like, yeah, like, you yes, do. You know, you're not cool. <laughs> Nothing is cooler than reading while watching Japanese animation. Yeah. It's not like anime has, like, dynamic visuals or anything that I would want to look at. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> I, I'm just... I, I'm a subs guy. I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm not the type of guy who's like, if you don't, if you don't read the subs, then you're a piece there of are- shit. There are very well done dubs, um, not only in anime but in like film. Yeah, like, uh, I, I think the the Crouching Tiger uh, dub is like probably the best dub I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a good a dub. Movie. That's a good dub. Well, the thing is, like, there are things that I won't fucking watch the original Japanese version of. Like, I'm never gonna watch Dragon Ball Z, the original one. Oh no, fuck that! Because yeah, all their no voices way. sound fucking terrible. They're different. Like, yeah. I feel that way about. I feel they, that way about Cowboy Bebop too. Yeah, I, will not, I agree. I will not watch that. That's a great dub, actually. Yeah. But yeah. like, really, if I had like listened to the original Japanese voices first, I'd probably be like, when I listened to the American one, I'd probably be like, why does Goku sound like an adult? He's well, like a Jeff, kid man. you should have watched the original Japanese first. Back in my day, we had to send away for tapes from Japan to watch Dude, the anime. When I was a kid, like I would be like flipping through like a video game magazine or whatever. And then, yeah. like, in the back of it, they would have ads for, like, anime. And I just thought yeah. anime was straight pornography. I also those thought ads. that. I also thought that. Because <laughs> it's, like, it was never, like, the well, cover. They did have... It was yeah. never, like, the cover of Ghost in the Shell where, like, she's, like, fully in her outfit. And, like, she's, right. like, shooting the gun, like, in the normal one. It's, right. like, the version where it's, like, a super close-up of the cell from the anime where, like, her tits are out. Yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> naked major. Yeah, it's, it was always that, and it was always Vampire Hunter D, which I yeah. knew had boobs in it. So. Yeah, I watched Vampire Hunter D. It's pro- yes. That might be the first anime I ever watched, actually. It might have been mine also. And honestly. I still think it's dope. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, Vampire Hunter D for dope. 
Vampire Hunter D for Doe's titties in that shower scene, right? <laughs> Doe's titties. <laughs> titties with two Ds. Yeah, titties. Titties. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> back to Star Trek. <laughs> um, Ardra's like, okay, you know, in my infinite wisdom as space I have Satan, decided, yeah. <laughs> I've decided that I'm no longer gonna hold you guys to this... <laughs> To this whole thing and like you know I'm just gonna go home I'm gonna go bye and Jared's like nah you're fucking under arrest you're yep. going to jail you're going to space jail and Jared's like Picard thank you for saving us and Picard's like no Jared you saved yourselves I tried to tell you yeah which is such a great uh, talk to the camera moment. Yeah, right? I mean he's not literally talking, but it's it's about it's obviously it's about like, hey Earth, wake the fuck up. Yeah, you need to fucking save yourselves, or no yeah. one is going to. Yeah, there's not there's no Superman, right? That's like yeah. that uh, land of confusion line. Where's Superman? Yeah, there's no space Satan that's gonna Superman swoop down and now. save us all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Satan would never do that. That's totally against his modus operandi. No, he's too busy uh, being. Shown at real estate and Megas tip. <laughs> uh, so Ardra's like, uh, until we meet again, Picard, and then we never see her again. <laughs> I know it feels like you're gonna see her again, right? But no, you don't. I I see like, and I think that that's kind of smart. Um, I'm sure she shows up in a book. It's smart because like she's kind of like uh, like. Like, uh, what's her name? Uh, fuck. Oh my Vosh? God. I, Vosh, yeah, Vosh. Yeah, yeah. she does she's show up like, again. Yeah, Vosh shows up in Deep Space Nine, even. She turns into a fucking skeleton lady. That's in the next episode, by the Holy way. Holy shit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, um, so you kind of think, like, she's going to be the next Vosh, right? Like, she'll come back and maybe Picard will go on some crazy adventure with her or something, you know? But it doesn't happen. Huh. That'd be a good pitch at her, she, ditch it. She does show up in TNG Comics, Shore Leave and Shanzibar, Consorting okay. with the Devil, Dirty Work. And, Dirty Work? Like the movie? <laughs> and the book, the books, TNG Slings and Arrows, and The Oppressor's Wrong. So she shows up a bunch of times Dude, in Ardra. other stuff. Ardra getting written about. People like Ardra. Ardra's fun. I like Ardra that sort fun. of like... Q is like a inscrutable trickster who's like a little scamp most of the time. But yeah. like he, he can get like villainous every now and then. But what? Ardra is like the 100% malevolent trickster. Yeah. She's a con artist. Like she'll, she'll step over your dead body to make a buck, right? For sure. She's which is, fucking Harry which is Mudd, entertaining. Dude. She's Harry Mudd. You brought yeah. up Harry Mudd earlier. She's Harry Mudd. She's Lady Harry Mudd, and yeah. uh, Harry Mudd is also fun until he eats your baby's brains out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I would like to read some of that. The thing is, like, yeah, I would too. The Star Wars expand, expanded universe is full of like a lot of shit, and then like diamonds in the rough. The Star Trek expanded universe is the exact it's same. All, all, it's it's. Mostly shit. Yes, it is mostly shit. It's it's way like some Kenny Anderson Star Wars shit is good. Uh, 
Star Trek, though, like, I don't know if I've ever, like, been like, oh, that author who wrote that Star Trek book, that's cool. Peter David, right, has written a couple series of Star Trek books that are pretty good, but some of them get, like, I don't know, a little fan fiction-y. Yeah, that's the problem with Star Trek, is that, uh, it's, there's, Star, Star, like, Star Wars kind of gets like that, but not really... I don't know, man. Like, Luke Skywalker becomes the evil emperor at a certain point after yeah, he defeats that's... the emperor's third clone. Yeah. What is... Oh, God. What are those books called? I think I have those. I think I read those. The Expanded Universe, I think they're both probably... Like, I imagine Star Wars, just because it's a bigger Expanded Universe with a lot more material, has a lot more good material. Uh, yeah. The Star Trek Expanded Universe has good material, I'm sure... But uh, there's not as much material, so there's just a lot more shit. There's that one uh, book that William Shatner wrote where it's just Captain Kirk talking about elephants. Oh, yeah. He, he did a live reading of that once. I went to the... He smoked a cigarette. <laughs> I think it's going to be a long, long time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the lyrics he talks about. Yeah, he, he does Rocket Man. Rocket Man, yeah. But, like, I don't know. There's a part of me, and, like, a lot of people will contend this as well, that, like, he had to have been joking, right? Like, no, the way he delivers it is even, like, he's yeah. handing it up on purpose. He, he's, he was probably, here's what, here's what I will, will say without having any evidence to support my, my theory. Okay. But it, it was, it was, like, the late 70s. He was probably doing cocaine a lot. Oh, for sure. Like, he, he was, was so sweaty when he was doing that too. Like that dude was high as fuck. He yeah. was he had like the coke sweats for sure when he, he was doing. They were that. just they were just doing lines, and he but, was like, "This is gonna be funny." If you go to YouTube and look that up, it's just look up William Shatner Rocket Man and click on his live performance of it. They make fun of it in like everything. Yeah, Every, yeah. But like Family Guy makes fun of it. They did it on uh, Futurama. Yeah, Futurama. Yeah, where uh, fucking. Shit, I can't remember names right now. 5,000 Quatloos. <laughs> God damn it. Why can I not remember Zap Brannigan? Zap Brannigan does Le- Layla, but he says Layla, Leela yeah. instead. Yeah. L-E-L-A, Leela. I can't yeah. remember Zap Brannigan. But, uh, fucking, like, go watch that on YouTube. Not that. Go watch the actual Raga Man. And my favorite yeah. parts of that are, it's hilarious on its own, but it cuts to the audience every now and then. Yeah. And they are so fucking confused about what they're watching. <laughs> it's it's like from something. Is it from the Oscars or something? Yeah, it's from, something. It's from some like Oscars type award ceremony, like Golden Globes or some shit. Like yeah. that. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's dude. Uh, I mean, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. I know that people in the late seventies were doing all kinds of crazy drugs. It's true. So. They thought that was a good idea. Somebody did. Somebody ri- wrote that one off. They're like, "Yeah, do it. Sure, whatever." Yeah, you have to get like approved to do this type of shit. Yeah, you don't just like just... step out on stage and do whatever the fuck you he want. Didn't wing it. Yeah, somebody was like, "Yeah, this is great." That's the you thing about like him. all that um, stuff that like Andy Kaufman did, where they're like, "Oh man, he must have like ruined the show he was on or whatever." But like the they people making it, the yeah. show knew what he was doing. Exactly. You watch. You watch it now, and like you can tell. You can tell, right? Yeah, especially the one where uh, Michael Richards, I think, like tries to yeah. f- like slams his fucking fist through the table and gets up yeah. and leaves. 
Yeah. Like, that is staged. Yeah, there's a couple of actors who, like, they're acting. Like, you can just tell they're Yeah. Acting. They're not, like, perfect, amazing actors like Josh right. and I. Right. They're not, like, Oscar-winning uh, recite Rocket Man on stage actors. No. Dude, if I ever actually became an actor, you bet your ass I would do Rocket Man on stage like that. <laughs> you gotta smoke a cigarette. But it'd be, like, the first cigarette you ever yeah. smoked. You'd Rock be like, oh, my it, God. Man. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I think it's gonna be a long, long time. <laughs> it's amazing how, like, iconic that is. Like, yeah. for Star Trek fans especially. Like, everybody knows But everybody it. knows about it, yeah. is the thing. Yeah. It's like, if you bring up William Shatner, people will make fun of the way he talks, his cadence. But, like, that yeah. comes from him doing Rocket doing Man. Doing that. That's from that. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do that cadence in the show. He only does it when he did Rocket Man. Yeah. It's it's uh it's one of those it's that thing like where like you do one thing one time and people remember that stupid yeah. thing you did. Well, that's uh, like I've given my dissertation a million times about pop culture Kirk versus yeah, pop actual Kirk. series Kirk. And I love that. I love that term, by the way. I think you should like copyright that shit. I actually picked that up from someone's actual dissertation on it. So, <laughs> oh well, you can steal it. Whatever. People I just steal fucking stuff all steal it. I will Thomas Edison the shit out of that. <laughs> You're going to electrocute an elephant? <laughs> well, William that would make William Shatner <laughs> and make him real mad. He's going to hate you. Dude, He's ele- he loves nothing on this planet but elephants. Check That's out it. this AC. Look at this. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> was God. He- right? He was AC, right? He- or he was DC, but uh, I think Tesla was Tesla AC, right? was alternating current, and he yeah, was direct AC. current, so... Yeah. I think, I think, I think. Yes. Tesla was more of a shoot-to-thrill fan, and uh, <laughs> Edison was more of a shook-you-all-night-long fan. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, on that Oscar-worthy joke, <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to M-Class Podcast. Thank you. Um, I th- we already gave away earlier in the episode that we love this episode, so we don't have to really talk about yeah, that too much. Yeah, this episode is great. It's a fucking great TOS early TNG throwback that's yes. like in uh, season four, just like a nugget of like early ish, but like it's got all the charm of a TOS early TNG, but with the season fourness of TNG. Yeah, the gravitas that you're yes. used to at that point. Yes. It's like a really great episode. It's not like a heavy, like moral episode that makes you like think right. heavily about humanity and our place there in the universe. There is one in there, but it's done like well enough that like it's not heavy handed yeah it's, it's a much lighter episode it's I think, fun than usual yeah, it's fun. so um i guess we went ahead and did it anyway but thanks everybody for tuning in yeah. uh, you can find us on itunes soundcloud and youtube leave us all some, of those leave us some cool itunes reviews or some nice comments on the youtube yeah, you can. Any any review is good. Do it. Doesn't yeah. matter. Fucking do it, bitch. I mean, friend. Jesus. I mean, we're <laughs> cool, right? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at M Class Podcast, <laughs> or you could uh, follow us individually if you're that kind of guy. I yeah. I am at underscore Jeff Pennington. And I am at Henderson 1983. Which is the year he was born. Or was it? Dun, dun, dun. Maybe I'm like Nicki Minaj, and for a while I will just pretend I'm 28 years old. How, Even though... Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, so like a lot of a lot of rappers will lie about their name. 
to seem younger. Nicki Minaj was born the same year I was born. Oh, so she's like 48 like you. She's 172 <laughs> years old. We were both born in 1709. Shit. Do the math, everybody. It that's works like, out. That's like way older than that would be. Um, so you can follow us on Twitter if you want. Uh, there's actually a website that's uh, mclasspodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah. That if you're wondering about like what our older episodes were all about, like what the collections were, if you're wondering like how you can become a patron, if you're just looking for some frequently asked questions to get answered, you can head on over there. Do it. Or you can become a patron if you really like what we do at yeah. uh, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Fucking damn right. Fucking do it. And I mean, uh, earlier in this episode, you may have seen a fun... Com- you may have heard, not seen, if you saw it, uh, go to a doctor. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> You're on LSD listening to the show? That's Fuck fucking yeah. amazing. But if you... Uh, you may have heard earlier that uh, competing radio program to Pond's radio program... Unbelievable. ...is going to um, sponsor us. Uh, the month of October. Thank you, Tapon. Um, <laughs> so if you join our Patreon today, uh, Tapon will have to give us money. Tapon has uh, agreed to match all uh, donations over five hundred dollars to our Patreon, and uh, I think that is in uh, Republic credits. What, what, yeah. is, what, what I don't know. <laughs> Gold press latinum. I'm yeah, not I guess sure. It's I guess. I but uh, hopefully the conversion rate will treat us well. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. So uh, join our Patreon. Force a Vulcan to figure out a way to pay us money. <laughs> and yeah. uh, just show that you support what we do, because that means the world to us. It's, it's we love you. <laughs> yeah, we love all of you equally, especially patrons. We love you equally more. Yes, we love you equally, except for the equal sign is, like, there's more on that side. Yeah, that's math. That's it's math. balanced equation. It's like algebra. You gotta figure out solve for x. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Solve Bye. for x next time on M Class Podcast. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh man. I'm mentally ill.